back everybody. This is Going For Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter too. And we are here, uh, we've, we've been absent for a few weeks, but we're coming in here to review our season and look at bowl season coming up and moving into the off season, I guess. Um, this will be our last football related podcast of this season, um, more than likely since Hunter is moving out and um, yeah, we're going to be doing this virtually. So this is the last. Yeah, we'll see how this works out. This yeah. is the last regularly scheduled yeah. in-person Going for two episode. Last podcast in the studio that we started this whole thing in. So that's crazy. Sad bro. day. That's crazy. Come a long way. We've gained like six followers, and um, <laughs> it's a good time. It's been a good, it's good run. Time. It's yeah. been a good run. It's been good. Can't wait to continue. Can, it? You, can you hear this handshake? It's a nice little handshake right there. Yeah. Um, you may just have to put up with us as we try to make the switch to virtual. Yeah. Um, it may be kind of hard just because of the nature of everything. Yeah. Quality but, quality may go down, but we're gonna do our best to. Yeah. The, the content should still be there. Yeah, we should still um, just, just, our, our just work, talk. Our workflow works. It'll just be the quality that may suffer a little bit. Yeah. But, but you know, Trial and people error. listen to the Boneyard every day. <laughs> Jeez. Beard scratching noises. All right. Um, so before we get into this, since it's Christmas time and uh, before we had this little absence the past couple of weeks, I had started doing movie critiques. Yeah, yeah. And so we did Airbud, we did Sandlot, and then we, we stopped. But I kind of want to get into a Christmas movie. Okay. And look at the Polar Express for a minute. Okay. Let's so, take a deep dive into okay. the Polar Express. So did they were they kidnapping kids? It seems as if they were. Okay. Um, where were the train tracks? I don't know. They drifted that one time over the ice. Yeah. Remember that? Are they drifting down city streets? Just I mean, Tom Hanks is just kidnapping children. I'm convinced. Also, like the, it's just a nauseating movie. Uh, also, like the the art style just it, it doesn't do it for it, me. It's too close to reality so, to be like a. So they're either kidnapping kids, or it was all a dream. But if it was a dream, why was his pocket torn? And how did he get the bell for Christmas? And the parents were like, where did you get the bell? And he's like, I can hear it ring. But they couldn't because they don't believe in Santa. So I just don't get it. Me either. Why don't they believe in Santa? I don't know. How do parents in movies not believe in Santa? Dude, their, their it's kids literally get, real. Their kids get gifts that they didn't provide. <laughs> if you're a parent in a movie, you're an idiot. Yeah. In a, in a movie where Santa Claus... In, in a movie where parents are idiots. And you're a parent, you're an idiot. I, I can rock with that. Okay. Right. What an intro that was. So, that's going to be the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get into some college football that we missed. We really did miss a lot. And um, first thing up here is the Egg Bowl. Um, we dropped three touchdown passes in a row. And, and then missed a field goal. And that's where the game changed. Yeah. Going into halftime, down 13-6. to six, or no, 10 to 6, mm-hmm. instead of up 13 to 10. Uh, huge difference. Yeah. E- even even going in, you know, 10 to 9 would have been better than 10 to 6. I mean, yeah. going in with being the last team that scored, getting the ball after half, um, I mean, dropping three touchdown passes in a row was the story of that game. Yeah. We ended up coming back um, and, and scoring a few touchdowns there at the end, but, you know. You know, as we do. Yeah. I mean, we had to make it interesting with the Jet Johnson interception, but, you know, it was... This is Ole Miss's year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a 10-win season, congratulations to them. Going to the Sugar Bowl, so that's a huge, huge season. Um, Best season of all time. Surely Matt Corral going to win the Heisman. Surely he'll go to New York. They had yeah. the... Us, us dropping those three passes and missing that field goal at the end of the half might have been his Heisman moment. That's as good as any other moment that he had. Um, <laughs> so, no. Uh. But, um, 
Yeah, the Heisman finalists announced. Yeah. Matt Corral's not going to New York. I don't know, dude. The day that they were announced, they put the whole billboard up in Times Square. He did make it to New York. I never saw him there. A representation of him on a screen. All right. uh, Another huge game. Michigan beat Ohio State for the first time since 2010, I think. Something crazy. Yeah. um, Really unexpected. Killed them. Destroyed them. Yeah. Uh, Was the best best team the whole time. Yeah. I think a week after... Um, Ohio State had beaten Michigan State, who is Michigan's only loss, mm-hmm. so and and destroyed them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so really, really weird turn of events there. <clears throat> we went from Ohio State being a shoe in for the for the playoffs, and now Michigan's there. Yeah, so. and Michigan went on to the uh, Big Ten championship, and Wisconsin wasn't there because they lost to Minnesota, and Lil Wally. <laughs> Um, so, so Michigan got to go kill Purdue. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not Purdue. Uh, Iowa. Yeah, the other forgettable team. Mm-hmm. Purdue killed them. You know. Um, but I think the final score is like 42-3 to three or something like That's that. horrible. So Michigan uh, is, for the first time ever, they're in the college football playoff. Good job, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Good, good job, Kaki remember, remember when everyone wanted to fire him? Mm-hmm. People were like, People oh. People will next year. Mm-hmm. So. That's how these things work. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma and moved to number five with two of the teams in the top four playing each other. So you're like, okay, okay, are we here? And mm-hmm. and, and then, then then that didn't happen. In hindsight, Oklahoma State probably wasn't going to make it in anyway because... I feel like they jumped Cincinnati. And really? they win, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I feel pretty good about that. But then they go and lose to Baylor in the conference championship and yeah. Dave I mean, Aranda shows no emotion. Yeah. The real, the real Mike Leach book of no emotion there. This is um, quite impressive. Yeah, uh, Alabama. You know, I mean, some would call it a shocking turn of events. Georgia hasn't played anyone, and they Kirby Smart played them. against Nick Saban. Kirby Smart played in the big game. Kirby Smart played. Um, we need to talk <laughs> about Kirby Smart. Um, what is with him and not playing the good quarterback on his roster? There's a five-star quarterback sitting on That's his That's happened multiple times in Kirby Smart's tenure. Mm-hmm. How many? Uh, surely he has at least one national championship, right? Mm-hmm. What was the score they beat? Uh, well, how many? Was it forty-one? Forty-one twenty-four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, people on the internet were like, uh, "Alabama scored forty-one to remind them how many years it's been since they won the Natty." <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so that was tough. <laughs> continuing to keep Stetson Bennett in there, a Jones College product. Got to shout that out. You know, a walk-on over a five-star. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it, a five star that played well last year. Yeah, and a walk on who got has, got replaced by the has, five has played okay. Yeah, so Georgia. I mean, they had a great defense all year, had a lot of blowout wins, and that really might be the only thing keeping them in the playoff right now mm-hmm. because a one loss Alabama, and who is like scraped by some games this year, just beat Georgia, just killed them. And Georgia, but since they do have all those blowouts, they are still going to be number three. Yeah, and they are going to the playoff. But um, just a really your best wins Arkansas. Or Kentucky. Or, yeah. Or, or maybe Clemson in hindsight. But Clemson was really bad at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, so, the playoff teams this year, Alabama number one, Michigan at two, Georgia at three, and Cincinnati for the first time ever. A group of five team is in there. So, I'll give you permission to say it. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, so, we'll see how that plays out. I, um, we might do some predictions later. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. Um, but now, moving on to, away from the college football world and moving into just Mississippi State here, uh, what do you think our season, or biggest takeaways of our season are? Um, 
Air Raid works in the SEC mm-hmm. would be my first one. Uh, Will Rogers is good enough for this offense. Yeah. Um, I and that may be understating it. it <laughs> he is really Will good. Rogers is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now he's second in the nation in passing yards. Uh, Western Kentucky's quarterback is just insane. <laughs> and he's there. Um, he's gonna. He's in distance to have the completions record. Yeah. Um, I looked... I looked at Gardner Minshew's um, and Joe Burrow's stats before they went to their conference championships or their bowl games. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Rogers has more passing yards than both of them during the regular season. There you go. Um, just just thought that should go out there. Yeah, Joe Burrow, who had 5,600 yards passing. Surely he didn't throw for 500 every game once the postseason started. Surely not. He did. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a wacky team. Yeah. Jeez, nothing was ever in question fun. except for Texas. <laughs> yeah, so at the beginning of the year, uh, when we gave our predictions for this team, we both said 7-5, and five, both taking very different routes to get there. I don't think either of us had a loss to Memphis on our schedule. This team hadn't had the most interesting path, the 7-5 and five that you yeah. could come up with, unless they beat like Bama and, <laughs> yeah. and lost to Vandy. Vanderbilt. Yeah, I mean... Um, lost to a, a sucky team like Memphis. So we had losses against... Um, all right, let's get through this. Memphis, LSU, Arkansas, um, Ole Miss, and what was that? Alabama. And Alabama, yeah. Um, with And wins against, I mean, surprising wins. You can say surprising, I guess. North Carolina State. Texas uh, A&M. Texas A&M, Kentucky, and Auburn. You know, five, well, I would say four, four real toss-up games that, yeah. we, that we lost and four toss-up games that we won. Yeah. You know? uh, really frustrating if you could get, you know, Two of the toss-up wins, you know, it's a nine and three season, mm-hmm. and yeah, but that's just how it goes, especially with the Mike Leach offense or Mike Leach coach team, I guess. Uh, that's just how it's going to be. Hopefully, uh, uh, some wins against Bama will come in the future, but you know, I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're going to be returning a whole lot of uh, yeah. players. I mean, players that were losing. Uh, Aaron Brule entered the transfer transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, he he started getting back good late in the season, but uh, it's more playing time for Jet Johnson, mm-hmm. so, so I'm okay with that. Um, Charles Cross will be the most missed player, yeah, I believe, for sure. and then uh, Martin Emerson uh, mm-hmm. will be gone, Yeah. and other than that, I can't think of anyone who really contributes big time, mm-hmm. uh, LaQuinson Sharp, um, he may come back, no one really knows if he has any eligibility left, Yeah. but uh, I assume we're going to try everything, oh, and uh, Scott Lashley is gone uh, as you can tell i'm very sad about that <laughs> one um, day he's gonna listen to this podcast i hope he, he doesn't gonna, hope he doesn't he's gonna be really mad at you block us <laughs> i like that all right um <laughs> so i know we we have a lot of experienced players coming back and especially with us going to the liberty bowl this whole narrative of like this lining up to be our next year lining up to be our 2014 type season mm-hmm. Is really kind of fun because yeah. I know we were coming off of uh, an Egg Bowl win and, and a um, Liberty Bowl win, and then that kind of projected us into um, the next season, which ended up being the best season in school history. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. I mean, a lot of things have to go right, and we do have Bama and Georgia on our schedule next year. Um, but, you know, it's a fun thought. Yeah. That, I mean, Auburn has to play both of those teams every year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they've gotten nine wins with that several times. Several times. <laughs> yeah. And this year, you know, just completely different than last year. This year, out of 12 games, we were in or just blew out. 
we were in 11 of them. Yeah. Like, the game against Bama is the only one that we had no shot in. Yeah. You know, from about the middle of the second, second quarter, quarter on. Yeah. You know, this one, the Egg Bowl might have looked bad, but, you know, I mean, it's a 10-point game at the end. Um, we, we battled back. But, man, with experienced players coming back, if we can just start playing earlier mm-hmm. in these games, I, I just can't imagine that we, we regress next year. Yeah. I mean... I see the season as a success. Um, we know the air raid works. We know Will's our guy, and mm-hmm. we have Will for the foreseeable future. Because yeah. I don't see at least two years. I don't see Will being the type of guy that goes to the NFL early, no. just because how he looks <laughs> yeah. and how Honestly. he is as an athlete. Like yeah. he's just not going to mm-hmm. puts the ball in the right spot. He's a college quarterback. Yeah, honestly. Um, so it, I'm I'm really looking forward to next year. This season was fun. I mean, there were there were a lot of downs, uh, but a lot of ups too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know it, it started off kind of kind of sketchy with a with a near win against uh, or a, a near loss against yeah. Louisiana Tech, um, and didn't didn't get too much more comfortable after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it was it was a fun year. I, I I really enjoyed watching this team play and and just knowing that all of our or a lot of our um, Contributors, contributors, or, or freshmen and sophomore is a huge, huge uh, sign for us coming into next mm-hmm. year. So, really excited about that. Um, before we move on to like bowl games and stuff, um, we I know we mentioned Ole Miss having a really good year, ten and two. And Matt Corral had a great season. Mm-hmm. Me and you, I mean, I know we, we joke about it a lot. Me and you like Matt Corral, yeah. And we, we know he's going to be pretty good in the future too. After Probably. he didn't have the cornrows, I was like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, honestly, uh, could, I mean, the tattoo sleeve kind of. That kind of bothers me, but your yeah. tattoos are a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just you just got to Ole Miss and then got the tattoos. If he had come in with them, you know, all right. He Ole Miss him. just changes. He the got guy in a fight guy. with Wayne Gretzky's son in uh, private school in California. Did he get a teardrop tattoo for that? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Kevin Gates. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, honestly, we like Nat Corral. I like Lane Kiffin too. Yeah. Um, and he's hard to hate. Yeah. What's funny about that is the next year, both of those or Matt Corral's definitely gone. Lane Kiffin could be too. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about coaching moves or, uh, a little bit later, but Lane Kiffin's name keep com- keeps coming up in these, even though he just signed an extension yeah, his three buyout, days ago. His buyout didn't go up. Yeah. So and like, it's Mississippi, so that extension can only be two years. So. If if, the, if he wants to go somewhere, he can still go somewhere, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Oregon's open right now. That's the big notable one that's open. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later, but mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's in that conversation still. I mean, yeah. I'd like for him to not be in Mississippi. Yeah. I if mean, he, believe if, me, I I like Lane Kiffin, but I don't want, want to play against him mm-hmm. ever again. I, I don't want to be measured up against him. Because he is he's a he's a fun coach. He's a good coach. And obviously he's brought success to Ole Miss, you know, whether it's a flash in the pan or whatever you want to call it. They've never had a 10-win season before, and he just brought Surely it they them. haven't claimed, like, three national titles. Surely not. In these seasons where they went, like, 8-2, and 7-3, and three. surely not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so moving on, we are going to end our season in Memphis, a fitting fitting place to end our season, in Memphis against Texas Tech. So these storylines are Ending coming. it where it all ended. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, so we, we've we've I, I I 
I've been talking to Martin Emerson, and I told him to down the football next time. It's a good, it's a good move. Good mm-hmm. move. And he said, "I did it the first time." You think, I said, I know. You think he's going to play? Doubt it. Yeah, but, there we go. Um, that'll be the changing factor. <laughs> um, we're going up against Texas Tech. Yeah. Um, I think this may be the first matchup of all time where a coach is currently suing the team <laughs> that he is coaching against. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of fun. Do you want to explain that? Um, so, I, I don't really understand this. So Mike Leach got fired from Texas Tech for treating a booster's uh, son bad on a team or something. Mm-hmm. Something weird stuff. I was nine. I don't remember it. Um, Were you the booster's son? I was the booster's son. <laughs> but apparently the booster's son was on the team. Or maybe it was like the team press. It was some, some stuff. Mm-hmm. But that guy got Leach fired because they were successful and then Leach is just fired. Mm-hmm. But that's technically not for cause, and they never paid him out the rest of this year for that contract. Yeah. So he, they paid him nine games. There's around 12 in there. So, <laughs> so there's a little bit of money left. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's he's currently suing Texas Tech. Yep. Our coach did go to law school. Yep. At Pepperdine. Which is hilarious. <laughs> and so... Um, Informally, both teams have agreed that if Mississippi State wins, that they will just hand him cash that'd be on the field fun. after the game. Think that'd be an NCAA <laughs> some, <laughs> violation? Some, some Ob- Odo Beckham Jr. type. It's fake money. It's fake money. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, play in Texas Tech in the Liberty Bowl, which mm-hmm. is just so exciting. Um, Love that stadium. It's so state of the art. Mm-hmm. And we get to bring cowbells. Woohoo! <laughs> we? I'm not going. Me either. I'm going to Disney World. What are you doing now that you've won the Super Bowl? Going to Disney World. Okay. All right. All right. So moving into what has been what has taken up a lot of my attention in college football for the last, I guess, two three weeks, mm-hmm. um, is the coaching carousel. Yeah. So it's been it's been absolutely crazy. This is the craziest I've ever seen it. Um, so we're gonna highlight some of the some of the moves and why don't you start us off here? Okay. So so we're gonna go with these first three real quick. These were the three big jobs that were open early. Okay. Um, Lincoln Riley to USC. Mm-hmm. Never expected that one in my life. Um, USC was like the second job open all season. Uh, they never came out with a candidate that they wanted. Um, Lincoln, the day before, said, I'm not going to be the next coach at LSU. And he didn't lie. Uh, he went to USC. Um, they paid him a ton of money. It's nice to see USC making an investment in football. Yeah. I mean, they're they're a team that that can... That can change a whole region yeah. of the country. I mean, they can make the Pac-12 like strong again. It's like a rising tide r- r- lifts all ships or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, the next one, uh, LSU fills their head coaching vacancy by going and getting Notre Dame's head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, Notre Dame, a top ten program all time, probably. Yeah. Um, even though a top they, five program, like yeah, last week, this week, maybe I don't know. Past five years. Um, even though the average age of their fans is dead, um, that's that's a big get. You go out and get Notre Dame's head coach. Um, so Brian Kelly to LSU. Um, mm-hmm. He spent one day in Baton Rouge and then developed a country accent. In southern, Bat- a southern accent. In Baton Rouge. Me and my family <laughs> love it here in Baton Rouge. And then, then, of course, the videos came out from the day before of him saying family. And then, <laughs> family... <laughs> The next day, 
Um, <laughs> All right. Thank goodness he didn't get this next job. We've got the Miami job. No, no, no. I'm going to talk about the good one. Okay, oh, yeah. so, so going into this, there were three jobs that were open. Um, Florida, LSU, and USC. You know, Florida fires Dan Mullen, a guy that went to the SEC championship the year before. Mm-hmm. And they go out and hire Billy Napier. So, Surely so go, he has a great track record. So going down the list, um, USC hired Oklahoma's coach. LSU hired Notre Dame's coach. Florida hired UL Lafayette's coach. Mm-hmm. Good job, Scott Scriptwind. I'm sure he, he'll be employed mm-hmm. yeah. this year. I don't know how this one's going to go. Um, I, jokingly, I, mean, I know we say it jokingly, I, I, I hope Billy Napier is a good yeah. coach. But... He's not proven himself. Uh, I mean, you you fired Dan Mullen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Florida's got to really evaluate what their expectations are with coaches. Because, I mean, I, they, they got Dan Mullen expecting him to, to win all these national championships. And recruit when, top ten. When he's never won a big game ever. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I. That's a questionable one there. Okay, and then number four here, um, Miami opened up. Really weird situation with them. Yeah, um, they, they couldn't pull the plug on Manny Diaz. He was recruiting for them up until the day he was fired. And they finally just, like I said, they pulled the plug. and yeah. They put the offer out to Mario, and they're like, okay, if Mario, you accept, Manny, you're out. And if he why, why would you not leave immediately? I don't know. Poor Manny. Yeah. What a guy out there doing his job. But Mario Cristobal, uh, Oregon's head coach, goes to Miami. Miami made a better hire than Florida. Yeah. Uh, They did. Miami and USC, who haven't really been relevant lately. In the last decade, probably. I I know USC's been to some Rose Bowls, but like relevant in terms of like the whole nation. And they're they're back. Yeah. You know, Um, making sizable investments. Um, We'll see how Mario Cristobal does there. Um, mm-hmm. Number five, Marcus Freeman was promoted at Notre Dame. Um, so Notre Dame went from one of the most boring head coaches of all time to a 35-year-old defensive coordinator that the whole team loves. Yeah. The, the, the team, <laughs> when when he got announced in the locker room the other day, the team just looked like they Dude, were... the offensive coordinator, when he said that he's staying? Yeah. Dude, that, that video was cool, too. Yeah, I'm awesome. pulling for Notre Dame now. Mm-hmm. I I mean, that, that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Oklahoma. This is my favorite one. Oklahoma, after going and getting punched in the face, uh, yeah, they go out and get Brent Venables. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, the, what a hire! Clemson's defensive coordinator, who um, reportedly was, you know, getting the um, Auburn job last year, was yeah. asked about it. Yeah, and he said that they did, he didn't like the structure there, and so now he likes the structure at Oklahoma. Yeah, which, his dream job. This yeah. is his destination. Yeah, um, he's bringing Jeff Levy from Ole Miss with him. Uh, that's what all the reports have been. The, oh, that's they, a lateral move. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Almost Oklahoma. Yeah. A blue blood <laughs> to another blue blood. Nope. A powder blue blood. <laughs> but, yeah, from Venables, they, they went and got their guy. Yeah. That, that was my dad's. Uh, that was the guy he wanted at State when mm-hmm. Joe Moorhead got here. Um, turns out he had his eyes set on something a little bit bigger. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that, that's a great hire to me. Yeah, I really like that. Um, moving into the SEC, right. I think getting your defensive like yeah, prowess back. Exactly I was gonna say. And then hiring a good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. It's what Stoops did with Mike Leach. Yeah. Uh, be really awesome. I, I'm excited to see that. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Feeling better about Oklahoma now. Yeah. Um, Washington goes and hires Fresno State's um, head coach, Kalen DeBauer. And um, then gets their quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> brings in... <laughs> 
which I'm, I'm, I'm really Taylor. excited to see how much more of that we see. You know, coaches bring in their quarterbacks. Like, yeah. say if Uangalele um, comes with Venables to Oklahoma, yeah. you know, that could be pretty interesting. I'm not, I really don't know how good of a year he had, but, you know, just, yeah. just battle Caleb Williams but, for that spot. But Jay Kanner transferred from Washington a few years ago to Fresno State, and now he's transferring again to, to Washington. Washington. Mm-hmm. The return of the Mac. Uh, Jay Kaner for Heisman. <laughs> Way too early circle. Heisman. Um, Bronco Mendenhall. Um, All name team. Uh, yeah, great great name. Um, for, from our from our team, Virginia. Yeah. Um, he resigned. Uh, really randomly. I mean, just shocked the whole college football. Yeah, it was, was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. I feel really bad for KT. I yeah. DM'd him. I was like, sorry, man. Uh, the, that that must suck. He's like, he sent back a crying emoji. I'm like, Dude, that hurts. Huh? Yeah. I mean, just seemed like, I mean, pretty good team. I mean, what seventy five, yeah. eight and four. You know, not bad. Um, and just out of nowhere. Apparently, so. um, Virginia asked him to make a staff move and fire their D coordinator, but that D coordinator is like his guy, okay. and he wasn't doing that, so resigned. There you go. Um, another one of our guys, Joe Moorhead to Akron. Really happy for Joe. I feel like Joe could have done better, but... He will. I, I hope. I, I mean, good job, Joe. Yeah. Um, it's closer to home. That's kind of his area. He'll do good there. Yeah. Um, TC, I'm, I'm really excited to see him You know, try again at being a head coach and yeah. not a cutthroat division in college football. Yeah. yeah. Um, TCU goes and hires SMU's coach, Sonny Dykes. Mm-hmm. Pretty good hire for TCU. Yeah. And so it's now good. SMU is... One of probably several teams. I think they, I think they hired someone. Really? I, uh, okay. I didn't write down who they hired. Yeah, because I don't really care. Um, <laughs> TC is a little but bigger. But the big, big Twelve has a little power shift. Uh, with Cincinnati coming in soon, BYU coming in soon. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma and Texas leaving. Yeah. They'll get stronger. It's 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 kind of weird. Yeah. But that's it that we have for coaching moves. Um, the only big job left right now is Oregon. Is Oregon? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big job. Yeah, and if your head is spinning after hearing all that, good, because everybody is. <laughs> yeah, uh, Transfer a, Portal is wild right now. Yeah. Like, never seen anything like this. Um, there's just five-star after five-star in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's the... Quinn Ewers. Yeah, um, the highest-rated quarterback ever. Yeah, he's, like he's tied with Vince Young for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he is... He, Spent one year on the bench at Ohio State. He played two snaps, made around $2.4 million on NIL, and now he's, now he's in the out. portal. Yep. So, it's going to be a really fun offseason. Yeah, um, so. he's looking at Texas Tech, Texas A&M, and Texas. Um, people think Texas is in the Arch Manning business right now. Yeah. Like, they're just all in for him. Um, Texas A&M, yeah. But what about that video of Arch Manning saying, hotty toddy? I, he's going to Ole Miss. Yes, I'm sure he went to Oxford uh, a time or two in his life. <laughs> they have a whole road mm-hmm. with a with a crazy speed limit on it. They retired his uncle's number, so he would go there. Everyone. <laughs> All right, so we are moving into our picks for the, not the week, but picks for bowl season. Picks for the next month. Mm-hmm. Picks for the month. Uh, so we got 10 of the most exciting bowl games that we could find. Yeah. Um, and so we will start here with number one, the Peach Bowl. Pitt versus Michigan State. Um, Who you got here? Kenny I mean, Pickett. Um, that fake slide was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been a Kenny Pickett fan since I learned his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, give me Pitt here. All right. Um, I'm going to take Michigan State. And we have two Heisman snubs here. Oh, wait. Kenny Pickett's. 
He's gonna be second. It's pretty good. Did he make it? Is he a finalist? Yeah, he's a finalist. He's okay. gonna be second. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, so I'm pit, taking Michigan State. You got Pitt, and now we got number two, the Gator Bowl, Wake Forest versus. Should I write Texas. these down, or do we care? I don't care. Huh. I'll remember. <laughs> Wake Forest versus Texas A&M. Uh, I'm gonna go Texas A&M here. Um, don't know why Zach Elzada is bad, but <laughs> Sam Hartman is 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 an attractive quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, with with he did have long hair, so so that is my type. Um. And he's in the ACC. But I'm still going to go Zach Calzada and A&M here. Okay, I'm going to take Wake Forest. Uh, I think it's a smart pick. And Probably. I, I know. I know I know. you saw A&M beat Bama. <laughs> but Wake Forest is way better than Bama. So. <laughs> All right, number three, the Outback Bowl. Next game is going to be um, Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, here. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah, I watched Oklahoma State play in the Big 12 championship game, and they looked horrible. Yeah, most time they look pretty good, but yeah, I think they, I think he, their quarterback threw like five interceptions in the game. Really, it Jeez. was it was really bad. I'm gonna take Notre Dame here too. Yeah, um, and in game number four, we got the Citrus Bowl with Iowa and Kentucky. Um, I said I would never talk about Iowa ever again. Uh, give me Kentucky. Not give me Kentucky. I think they're pretty good. No, I hate Iowa. All right, game number five, the Rose Bowl, Utah playing in their first Rose Bowl ever, and they get Ohio State. Um. I kind of want to be fun and pick Utah here, mm-hmm. but eh, why not? Give me Utah. I'm taking Utah as well. Yeah. Two huge wins against Oregon, who beat Ohio State. But yeah, so transitive yeah. property. Transitive property twice. Yeah. I mean, two times the transitive property. It's never U- missed. Utah already has the roses in their mouth. So, um, game number six is the Sugar Bowl with Baylor and Ole Miss. Baylor seems like they're in the Sugar Bowl a lot. Really? <sighs> Ole Miss seems like they're in it. Sometimes. I feel like Baylor's, Baylor's in like 2016, 2018, something like that. Um, give me Baylor. All right, give me Ole Miss in this one. Yeah. I think they'll... Oh, an 11-win season. Uh, doubt it. Doubt it. All right, I'm taking Ole Miss. Game number seven is the Outback Bowl between Penn State and Arkansas. Me and you looked at this one, and like this is the one that caught my eye. Like This could be really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'll pick this one first. I'm gonna go Arkansas. I'm gonna go Arkansas too. Yeah, I. I don't trust Penn State and Arkansas. I mean, as much as I don't like them, they're really fun to watch. Yeah, and it like, feels cool. Yeah, and I like Sam Pittman. Yeah. So. You're a big Sam guy. Yeller. <laughs> Didn't need that. Uh, sorry for all you headphone users out there. If you're listening to our podcast with headphones, probably shouldn't do that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> just, just get a car. <laughs> Get a commute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And game number eight, we're getting into the um, the playoff games now. We got the Cotton Bowl with Cincinnati. <laughs> Poor Cincinnati. They get to play Bama. Um, don't. Waddle got injured. Uh, so, so did Mechie. He's out for the year. Oh yeah, Waddle. Waddle's not Waddle's Waddle. Not, Waddle, Waddle plays Waddle's for, for the Dolphins. I meant Mechie. Um, they kind of. I don't know. <laughs> What are the penguins for? Penguins waddle. <laughs> I sent you that on Twitter. Okay. No one else knows what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's Jameson Williams right now. Um, mm-hmm. Alabama kind, kind of relied on three guys, and now one of those guys isn't there. So 33% of their production is gone. Mm-hmm. And Cincinnati has a really good corner, like an NFL guy. Really? Yeah. Like, probably best Don't in the do country. This to yourself. 
I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to trust what Bama was telling us all season. Give me Cincinnati for absolutely no reason. All right. Other, taking... th- other than they have a pretty decent matchup on defense. All right. I'm taking Bama here. Understandable. All right. And then the other playoff game is the Orange Bowl between Georgia and Michigan, which could be a game that ends 3-0. to zero. Okay. Can I get alternate odds? Um, if Stetson Bennett starts, give me Michigan. If JT Barrett starts, Daniels. Oh yeah. If JT Barrett starts, <laughs> give me Georgia. But if JT Daniels uh, starts, give me Georgia. Uh, uh, can that be my official take? I think no matter who starts, um, Michigan's gonna win. But if JT Daniels doesn't start, Kirby Smart might be out of a job. <laughs> Kirby Smart's gonna mess around and lose his job in the next year and a half. Mm-hmm. One year removed from having the best defense ever, supposedly. Uh, like. I this this was the year. Um, mm-hmm. you have the team go out there and do it mm-hmm. against a against one of the more beatable Alabama teams we've seen. Yeah, and Kirby still couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But he had that cool halftime speech against Dan Mullen's Florida team. Yeah, is is Kirby scared of Nick Saban? That's what I've heard. I think he is. Mm-hmm. That's honestly. All right, um, so I'm taking Michigan, and you have this split odds. Yeah, I have the split odds. All right, gotcha. All right, and then America's game of bowl season Mm -hmm. is going to be the Liberty Bowl featuring Texas Tech. And are we ranked? No, yeah, I don't know why we we have a number next to our name. All right, Texas Tech versus Mississippi State. Um, I don't really care too much about giving a score prediction for this game. Me either. So who's winning? Uh, Give me Mississippi State. Can we do players? Players would be fun. I, I have no clue what my score prediction would be. Yeah, um, I'll take Mississippi State as well. And um, I mean, outside of who, who's not going to play in this game? I have no clue. Okay, um, I'll I'll play it safe and just say Jaden Wally. It's gonna be my. Yeah, guy. I thought you were about to say something um, silly. I'm not the one that does make stupid picks on this podcast. No, I thought it was for player. No. Oh, okay. Catch my okay. Um, give me Makai Polk. Okay, I think it's going to be a receiver. All in all, Will Rogers is going to be the guy that that wins this game for us. But who who's his favorite target in this game? Yeah, probably Dylan Johnson. Yeah, maybe so. All right, so that's going to be it for our picks for bowl week. Uh, we'll or bowl season. Excuse me. We'll send that out um, sometime in the next in the near future, so you can send your picks in, and we will have a final. Um, we might have a post for whoever wins the bowl season one. That'd be pretty cool. Okay. All right. Um, so we'll have a post for the winner of bowl season. Brooks, yes, we will post a picture of you if you win this. Mm-hmm. So Brooks goes 0 for 10 in the one that matters. If you go 0 for 10, I you will. Get, you also get a post. I will give you a post. Uh, but nobody else gets that privilege. You have to win. You either win or get go 0 for 10. Take your pick. Or all 10 picks. Whatever. Yeah. All right, so um, that's we're going to move on to our favorite part of the podcast. It's going to be Instagram questions, and I think we, we got a few of them in a short yeah, amount of time. Yeah, we actually did. So, um, For Megan gonna... Underwood, how many laps is a 5K indoors? That sounds like a great question. Hey, Google. I think it's 25. How many laps is a 5K indoors? Here's a summary from the website active.com. It's 25 laps. Let's go. Look at us knowing... Knowing track stuff because the indoor track is half as big, and I know that a how many is on it on outdoor? Full track, it's like twelve and a half or something. That's that's wild. Like two hundred meter track. Uh, from Sarah Vanek, is it all about Memphis? Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. 
It's about Memphis. Memphis, it's about Memphis. Memphis. Um, okay, from e-, e is from Ethan. What statement do the dogs need to make in this game to adequately uh, prepare for next season? Sorry for the little trip over my words. Um, I'd say I think win. Just win. Honestly, I mean, it can be an ugly win or it can be a blowout like we did in 2013 against Rice. Yeah. yeah. It, a win will propel us. Okay, from Frederick, 1851. Are we in the right bowl? We're not in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, so yeah. I wish we had gone. I, me and Frederick actually talked about this today. I wish we were in the Texas Bowl. But yeah. I know, like 13 out of 14 SEC teams getting in bowl eligible makes it just regional, so. Yeah. Um, from Cletus. Nice. Um, how's our recruiting class? Um, I don't know. We're getting Stone Blanton. I think we're like, I think we might be top 20 actually. I th- no, I think we're like 31 right now. I think we will be top 20. Oh, okay. That, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be elated. Okay. Next, from Courtney Purvis. Player you're most excited to see play baseball this spring? Mm, Cameron James. John Rice Plumley. Not any MLB she players. Didn't, she didn't specify. MLB lockout season. Or team. Freddie, you... Freddie Freeman is going to play for the Yankees next year. I'm fully prepared. I'm so sorry. Courtney Purvis, way too early. She didn't say that. Win loss prediction for 2022 football season. Eight and four. <laughs> yeah, let's go eight and After four. After I talked us up so much in the beginning. Of the Nine time. and three. I think eight and four could be like a floor kind of situation. I feel like that's. That's like what what we're gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, well, floor is definitely like zero and twelve. But. Is it? We're playing Arizona. God, we're so gonna lose to Arizona, the we, worst we team in Power Five to start the season. Oh, imagine losing the Memphis. Couldn't be me. Memphis, 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 Memphis. Um, from Courtney Purvis, will y'all continue to do the podcast next season, even though Hunter is moving? Hunter, why are you going off and graduating and getting married on me? Uh, yeah. You're a grown man. I'm growing. And I'm no. merely a boy. <laughs> <laughs> just just tell me when you're done with academia. Um, but, uh, yeah, we will be we, we, we'll be attempting to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. It um, should work. Yeah, so baseball season, you can expect uh, some episodes. Yeah. And if we turn out to be good at basketball, probably then too. Maybe. Maybe. What about track and field? Mm-mm. Jab you? Have you? Uh, what about volley dogs? <laughs> Glad we didn't have a podcast. We went to one game and we won, we won one match. I don't know. I don't know what they call them. But uh, yeah, they got bounced. Like a volleyball. <laughs> they got spiked by Hawaii. Maybe they should cover their drinks. I'm not exactly sure if you can say that. Um, <laughs> see, we're ending off this season on a good note right here. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to have it going again. Um, we've kind of tried to stay away from doing it virtually, but um, with, with how it's going to happen, we're just going to have to try to adapt. Yeah. Um, as someone said one time, adapt or die. Yeah. You, know, you always have a plan until you get punched in the mouth. So Surely these quotes never never didn't work. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, we're going to try to do that. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. So that's going to do it for our last episode of football season, uh, another season uh, that I thought was really, really good. Really, mm-hmm. um, really feel like we get more comfortable with the podcast every season. And thank you all so much for listening to every episode along the way. We will look forward to seeing you all in baseball season, and we will um, see you when we see you. Bye.
episode. We gotta have a good ending. Or are we gonna go to radio silent for like five months like we did last time? <laughs> After winning a national championship? Nathan's gonna be like, what was that thing we won? Mark the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> we win the Liberty Bowl. And then we're just like, talk, talk, talk. And then we're just like random like, oh, we won the Liberty Let's Bowl. Go. Let's go. Mike got paid. <laughs> Gunshot. That was concerning. See y'all when we see y'all. Bye.